Hello world, welcome to the next episode of Expect to Win. I am here and today I have a very, very, very special guest. Um, this young lady has traveled around the world, I know, um, but she was a very, very um, competitive basketball player. That's how I met her. Um, but I know she she's went to University of Florida and done a lot of great things there. Um, but now she's back and she's blessing so many lives um, in Valdosta, Georgia. Um, but she's written a book that's a powerful book that when purpose seems like punishment and and listen i promise you she is truly going to bless you so i'm not going to keep stalling ladies and gentlemen please welcome miss sabrina smith hey good afternoon thank you so very much mr lamar coach thomas as i call you <laughs> uh for this opportunity and i am extremely humbled and honored uh that you would choose me to to come on to your show and just chit chat a little bit and, and share a little word of encouragement and talk about the book released last year. Uh, so I'm extremely honored for you to have me. Extremely honored. Yeah. I, I do want to make one correction and I think it's very important that I do it. You said in your intro, uh, that I went uh, to the University of Florida and did some great things. Unfortunately, I did not have the opportunity to play at the University of Florida. Uh, I got pregnant the summer before my senior year. Uh, also, although I had made my commitment and signed my letter of intent, unfortunately, I was not able to go because uh, I got pregnant and, and had to make a decision on whether I go and play sports or I, you know, stay home and take care of my responsibilities. And, you know, at the time, it was an unfortunate decision. But now, here I am 23 years later, and uh, it was one of the best decisions of my life in terms of the how my life has progressed since then. You know, and as the title of the book says, When Purpose Seems Like Punishment, one of those things that I felt that played a huge role in the, in the title of the book was that I had so much uh, aspirations and so many expectations that the game of basketball was going to bring to my life. And I know that, that from a young age, God had placed a calling, that there was something great for me to do. And unfortunately, I was blinded by my talents and skills and abilities uh, that I thought it was simply going to be about basketball and what basketball would, uh, would drive me and lead me to. And uh, so when I got pregnant with my son and that dream halted, then it's like, man, oh my God, purpose really seems like punishment whenever he wants something from us and he has a projection and he has a plan for us and whenever you know he's trying to get us to that plan and it, and it halts what we want to do again the purpose can definitely seem like punishment and so many of my so many times in my life that has been true well yeah awesome yeah. man well, well i do apologize but you know, maybe I'm going to say that I did that on purpose just so I could give you the opportunity uh, to, to come with that, that setup. Uh, but go ahead and kind of tell us a little bit more about about your beginning. I've, you know, I've heard and I've talked to you before um, and I think you got some things that that um, happened in your life um, that truly could bless some other people. Because I think that it's, it's some young ladies definitely that may be going through some similar things. Um, and I just want you to let them know that that there is. Uh, progress on the other side of that there is there is something that could be gained from that yeah absolutely I, I you know and it's it's amazing how God uh always puts us on a path uh that he would be pleased with and sometimes we get hard-headed and we get stubborn along the way but you know here I am um a 40 year old adult 
And I've had so many awesome things happen to me. And I think I should probably say it in reverse. I've had so a lot of negative things that have happened in my life, some that were my fault and some that weren't. Uh, as a teenager, I was molested by my pastor at early teens, 15 years old, was molested by my pastor and just went through a number of dynamics of, of shame, abandonment, rejection, uh, isolation, ostr- uh, being ostracized, uh, almost being really pretty much exiled in the church because you know, my parents were members of the church, it, you know, was a very prominent pastor. And, you know, back then in those days, we didn't do that. We didn't have the mandatory reporting uh, of child abuse that we have now. Uh, so there were not a lot of protections back then. There weren't um, active child protective services where I was from and uh, everybody was close knit. And so it was a very difficult time as a, uh, that I spent as a teenager. Uh, not really knowing, not ever, you know, having been taught that these things happen and when they happen, what to do. And so I felt like a, in a world, my parents uh, took the pastor's side. They didn't, you know, at the time, you know, it broke me. Uh, but I know a lot more now about life and a lot more about personalities and and how we're reared and how, how when we respect people and we have high expectations of them, when we hear damaging and, and um uh, daunting things about uh, you know their actions you know we tend to not want to believe it and, and we tend to take their side and so it, it really it really struck me and took a lot of wind out of my sail and the only thing as a 15 year old the only escape I had was athletics you know I'm so grateful for the game of basketball uh, softball and even uh, being able to to be a part of the track team and and uh, those things, those outlets really helped me keep my sanity. I thought about suicide. I, you know, I thought about homicide. I just had so many emotions. And, you know, what I would say to people, uh, if I may, is that we have to make sure in our lives that we don't let what happened to us define us. Don't let what we go through uh, dictate the rest of our lives. And I said this morning on, on my own show that I do, called the morning shift I said this morning we have to make sure and commit to not allow the areas of our lives that we're frustrated with dictate the positive things that are going on in life don't let them dictate every other part of your life you know how it is when you you're you're mad at your you know somebody made you mad at the job you go home and you get mad at the spouse when you're right. mad at your spouse you take it out on the kids when you you know when you're frustrated with yourself you take it out on the world and what we're doing is simply holding the wrong people accountable for our actions and a lot of times we limit ourselves and what we can do and who we can who we can become because of the things that have taken place in our lives that again may or may not necessarily be our fault and so it's it's just a great thing to be able to sit where i am today as successful as i am uh in my career in law enforcement successful as i am as a wife as a mother as a pastor uh and then and to sit back as a mentor as well and then to to know that where i am today was only possible by those valley experiences that i had to go through as a young girl and even as an adult right well i could say that now you know, back back then in those days, that situation was tough for you then. Very, very tough. Yeah. But now I want to say that the, the students now are not um, as mentally strong to to handle those things. Just being in the school system, 
There, there's so many kids that have less than that happen to them, but they already feeling suicidal. Are they, you know, they depression, uh, depression is real. Um, people, it is. Uh, it is very, very real. Um, so, you know, you need to get the book, you know, cause I'm sure you got strategies in the book. Um, you know, that's going to help some of these young people out, but, um, I'm, I'm, I just want to let you drop maybe one or two nuggets of some strategies of how they could possibly deal with some of the things that's similar to that. Uh, I think one of the biggest things is really knowing who you are and knowing that there are things about us individually that we really don't think about or we don't even tap into until we get into trouble. It's, it's those those innate ability, whether it's uh, our sense of humor, um, you know, our perseverance, our character, our integrity, things that at a young age, you, you know, a lot of us don't think that we've developed. And I will say this, it was the discipline. The only thing I believe that kept me alive uh, to be here today, in addition to prayer and all of that great stuff that we learn as an adult and we come into terms with, but as a kid, it was the discipline. It was the game of basketball my love, the passion that I have for the game of basketball and the, the competitiveness of the game uh, and knowing, uh, like in, in Romans chapter 12, verse 11, not to quit, not to give up. Um, and, and, and to I used those things. That was a, that was the thing that really drove, drove me the most is the fact that this is the game of basketball that I'm good at and I can make a difference in the game so you have to find something when you're going through tough times and i again reiterate this all the time when you're going through tough times and it feels like you're stuck in the traffic jam of life and when everybody's experiencing road rage blowing the horn getting out of the car cussing yelling throwing up the middle finger the question is what are you going to do what are you going to how are you going to occupy your time while you're stuck in the traffic jam and one of the biggest things i tell people is you find ways to positively Exert your energy, your effort, and your time. Don't waste your resources. And basketball was a resource for me. The love of the game was a resource. So find something that could give you some excitement to help you build momentum, to help you help you build confidence and self-esteem, and stick to that. Stay around it as much as possible. I played ball barefooted, hot, cold. It didn't matter. Uh, day, night, all day, drinking out of the water holes, you know, all that mm, never but, going home um and so it developed me it, it was my passion right well see now man these kids now man they give up on stuff so fast that 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 drive right there is 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 almost a lost art um it, it's just not there no more with the social media aspect because um yeah. you got so many people judging you at one time and you got so many people that are making their business public but don't want to be a public figure so it, it, right. it's like we do a lot of contradicting. Yeah, and you're right. And that's in, in, in having people who are active mentors and people who are, uh, you know, constant, um, again, constant figures or constant in the lives of our children is very important. And that's one of the things that I try to do as busy as I am is make time for this generation of young people. Uh, you know, our teenagers, you know, fifth graders who may be starting in the, in the, the area of bullying. And, and when, when these type of, at that age range, when peer pressure is at its most high, to let them know, hey, this is the time that you start developing character. 
and you have to know that you know you gotta find something other than other people's uh, other people's opinion. Oh my Jesus, that felt good. You gotta find something other than other people's opinion to right. be your validation or to give you your your value. It's gotta be something else. Right. And uh, when we when we limit that to people's opinions and we limit it to social media. Then we put ourselves in a hole because the same people who will hit like today won't respond to you tomorrow. Or the same people that hit love on your post when you're making a video about, you know, contemplating suicide, they're not gonna they're not gonna show up because a lot of people are doing it and you're doing what you're doing, you know, for show. But we have to have something constant that reminds us that it be a constant reminder. Uh, of who we are and that you know we have the potential to get it through get through whatever it is that we're going through uh so i i had that and it was just a, it, it was you know it was a lifesaver for me and the and you know what the crazy thing is is when i look back and even as i'm talking about it now i just think it's it's hilarious how god works he let me play ball long enough to get through my storm and then took it wow so there are a lot of things that God would place in our lives to help us get through. And then he removes it because sometimes the thing we fall in love with things and it becomes our crutch. It becomes our weakness. It becomes our God. And so <laughs> the same thing that he, he, he had in my life that he gifted me to do, uh, he left it for me long enough to get through uh, that major storm on my life. And then boom, gone. Wow. Just so you could talk about it now. You, you yeah. Know, so it didn't leave. You. Yeah. It just it just went a different way. Yeah, and I, and I tell kids all the time, and I think one of the biggest things that I use it as as a mentoring tool as as how to reach this generation. Listen, I've been there. I've been at the top of my game during my time. I know what it's like to be highly recruited. I know what it's like to have people fighting for you to participate in their sports. But at the same time, when you don't have your priorities in line, when you want to run with your girls or when you want to run with your boys and you're out all time of night and you want to do what you want to do and you want to disrespect your parents, you don't want to listen to anything that people have to tell you. You don't want to listen to the wisdom and the nuggets that your parents gave to you when you were coming up. You want you didn't want to take heed because what other people thought of you and what was going on popular at the time was more important. Uh, you don't listen. I can tell you that just as quick as you can get at the top, you cannot be there anymore. The same people that will cheer for you today will disappear tomorrow. True. true you know, true, so, true. you know, I tell them, hey, you know, you're vying for a scholarship that everybody else wants. What's going to make you different? And it's your decisions and it's your value that you place on your education. True. And it's, and it's so... Man, it, it has them so messed up that that you know just like I said, being and and I coach girls basketball, so you know, and I've coached it long enough to see the transition, you know, to to like you spoke of when you was outside playing. You know, girls don't really do that anymore. So now the girls that really really like basketball, they they searching it now. Oh, they they looking at it. They looking at videos instead of going outside trying to perform it they watching other people do it so it's almost like we want the appearance we want the recognition of being a basketball player but not the work we, we don't want to work to yeah. be a basketball player we just want to be recognized as a basketball player uh, and there's something else that i know I've, I've said to the kids here uh don't let your circumstances control your character yeah 
So that, that, I know you spoke on that earlier. I'm just saying that that at the end of the day, your character is gonna be what what people remember about you. Sometimes, not necessarily your circumstances. Right. Um, sometimes they'll use your circumstances to show, you know, more of your character or what you've been through or what you overcame, and that just gonna kind of polish it, make it look good. But your character is what they gonna really remember. And and sometimes we let the the thoughts of other people, we let other people's opinion, like you said, become our reality, and and we forget who we are. You know, so we lose our character trying to be something else. So it's like I'm I'm chasing something that's not real, you know, and, and yeah. we just we spinning in this cycle trying to find what's really real and don't nobody know what's real. And your situation exactly. is so is so unique now because like now there are so many people that are false claiming, you know, so you have young ladies that may be true uh, in their description of what's really happening, that they're being mistreated. But. You know, yeah. because there's so many people playing with it, trying to come up, trying to get rich quick, that it's kind of diluting the whole thing, you know, and of course, and then social media is making it worse because everybody yeah. has an opinion. Um, so man, this, these are hard times, man. So I'm really glad that yeah. that um, that we have people like you. And, and like I said, and you don't get enough recognition for what you do. Uh, and a lot of people don't know what you do. So that's why I want to kind of give a platform um, some of the things that you do in the community, you don't brag about it. Uh, you don't have to post it to prove it. You know, you you are doing it, you know, and the proof is in the pudding just when they come back around. And so I really commend you for that. And I hope that you just continue to fight And anything that I could do. Uh, you let me know so that I could better help you fight and, and work with these young yeah, ladies, yeah. because we truly, we truly need it for our young men and ladies. All right. I'm not going to be yeah, one yeah. side, um, you know, so your your morning show. Uh, how how could someone catch that? I know you mentioned it, so I want to make sure we plug that in. Yes, sir. It uh, comes on Monday through Friday. It's a Facebook Live uh, audio broadcast that I do uh, Monday through Friday. And I say it comes on 7-ish uh, because there's no real, no 7 o'clock, 7.05, 7.10. It's just 7.15. It's usually around about 7, between 7.10 and 7.15. Uh, it's a live, again, a live audio broadcast on Facebook Monday through Friday. Just just to come on, it's usually about, you know, between 20 and 30 minutes, sharing some encouraging words, uh, throwing out some concepts, some strategies on, on how to be successful and how to go through our day and not let people or anything rob us of our gratitude, our joy, and our peace, and how to make sure that we, we keep our faith uninterrupted, where we don't let anything that comes up through the day um, to, to cause us to skip, skip a beat in what we believe God to do. Uh, but again, it's not just all about, um, most of the time, it's not about biblical principle at all. It's just about practical encouragement, you know, practical uh, inspiration for people to have something to end first thing in the morning, uh, other than foolishness and other than, you know, people cutting jokes, although I do a little bit of that too, but just something to, to help shift the day. That's all, just yeah. to shift the day. Hey, listen, that's that's the title of the podcast. It's called Expect to Win. So it's a mindset yeah. that no matter what my circumstance is, my situation or no matter how cloudy my day starts, I got to have a mindset that that I was built to win. Uh, greatness is inside of me. You know I mean, there, there's nothing short about me and I shouldn't have to shrink myself, you know, to, to enlighten someone else. So I just need to know that I'm expected to win. 
Uh, I'm expected to have a great day. You know, I'm not going to go biblical either, but my expectations should match what I want to do. So I should expect exactly. to, to, to have a great day. Um, and I yes. know people like you, I've seen you. I think I've never, ever seen you mad, you know, so I'm saying you, you but I know you can get there. You know, but I, I, but I never seen it. But I've seen you have a mindset that you are uh, supposed to win. Like losing is not an option. It's not an option. <laughs> you know, and, and that's like I said earlier. You know, the when 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 we look at sports, and and I know kids nowadays look at extracurricular activities like softball and track and soccer and basketball and baseball and football they look at that those sports differently than what we did and that was that was my way out basketball I'm from a small town that was my way out and so I had a coaching staff who didn't who you know and it goes back to life's lesson too I had a coaching staff that wouldn't let me quit when I thought I was tired you know, I ran my last 10, did my last suicide. You know what I'm saying? No, we got five more to go. They didn't let us quit. And so that's, to me, that's how I look at life. You know, there are reasons why I can't quit. And those reasons are bigger than me. You know, it's about the, quote unquote, it's about the game of life. There's some young person watching me, an old person that's watching my life. And, and whether they're gaining momentum or being encouraged and inspired, for me, that's a challenge. And, and I've just, I don't know, I've just been groomed this way again because of sports. If there's a challenge in front of me, I'm going to win. Period. Period. At the end of the discussion, if, if two of us, you know, are on the court, I'm not quitting first. Period. End of discussion. And it's not about me competing with that other person. It's about me competing with my own limits. Um, and so, you know, with that being said, it's just one of those things that you just got to know uh, that, that you have more in you, even when it feels like you don't. Hey, listen, man, that's my whole motto. Um, and I, I've used that in my career, and that's, that's how I became, you know, the, the leader that I've become now, um, just with that type of mentality that, you know, no matter how crazy it gets, you know, I'm coming out with a I supposed to win mentality, you know, and, and, yeah. I, and I don't get caught up with people start, you know, worrying about money because I don't let currency affect my character either. You know, my exactly. character is I'm supposed to win no matter what. So if my no name is what. if my name is on it, it's going to look a certain way and I'm trying to win. Um, and exactly. and now that's what I'm really trying to do now is share that message with as many kids as I can, uh, many as people as I can. And I'm so happy that you joined me. I think you dropped some real nuggets, but I know you got to get back to go, uh, get back to work and everything. Um, give me a nugget, you know, give me give me something, your last little little something, um, you know, for that young lady or that young man who who feels like giving up, who feels like it. That's it. Um, and like I said, you've been through so much and you've overcame it. So I know you got something that's going to push this person to the next level. Yeah. The, you know, my, my, my biggest thing, the thing that is um, always been on the, at the forefront of my heart is don't try to push yourself into prominence. Don't try to push yourself, you know, into the, into the spotlight or into stardom. Just allow yourself in who you are 
let your gift make room for you. Let your character, like we talked about earlier, your integrity be what drives you, not other people's attention. And uh, sometimes we, you know, we can we can be on the left side of the room and, and somebody major comes in on the right side of the room and, and everybody runs because they want to be in the spotlight. You know, if I'm going to move over that way, I'm going to move over that way because I'm trying to collect pennies. And what I mean by that in collecting pennies, there are a lot of people when I was growing up, we didn't we didn't walk past a penny. You know, the, the older people will tell you if it's, if it's on tails, don't pick it up. But when you see a penny down on the ground, you don't walk past it. You pick it up. So while people are rushing for the dollar, I'm collecting pennies. I'm not going to get frustrated chasing what everybody else is chasing. I'm not going to get frustrated trying to reach a level that I may not even be mature enough to receive or to respect at that time. So every time I walk in the parking lot, that penny is there. I don't care who overlooked it. I don't care who walked past it, who said, you know, because sometimes we can think we're blessed enough that we don't have to pick up those pennies. And that's why we get frustrated. We're waiting for something major to happen. And we're not thanking God and being grateful for the small things that happen during the day that will still equal up to that dollar. At the end of the day, a hundred pennies is a dollar. Yes, ma'am. And so as we go through life, don't overlook the small things. Uh, don't, don't, you know, don't pass them by. Don't minimize or diminish the value of it because it's not what's popular. You got to find out who you are and every day maximize over what other people overlook. Today's society, nobody wants to work hard. They don't want to have a good, strong work ethic. They don't want to be to work early and stay late. But it's those things that other people don't want to do that I'm going to do. I'm collecting pennies along the way. And when it's time for the major promotion, when it's time to be recognized, it's not going to be because I jumped at something I was not ready to get. It was something that I've developed along the way. Oh, yeah. Okay. And, and you'll be strong enough to pick up that quarter when you see it because you got so much practice with those pennies. Got some people that that's trying to pick up quarters and half dollars and ain't and don't have the technique down and then they get mad and blame somebody else when they can't pick it up. But hey, listen, you said some powerful stuff there. I can't even say my little part now. You don't got me all messed up. Uh, <laughs> uh, but usually, man, I usually close mine out with take advantage of two. That's time, words, and opportunity. Because once they're gone, they're gone. Hey, so just be be cautious of the time. Hey, make sure you speak positive words. Be careful the words that you speak and definitely be obsessed with your opportunities. So when you see those pennies, pick them up. All right. Because those opportunities don't always come around. So don't don't pass something over trying to wait on something else. Why are you trying to live somebody else's dream? You know, you need to pick up them pennies so you can live your dream because everybody don't need to pick up that other stuff. So, hey, listen, man, you said some powerful, powerful stuff. I'm going to call you back and get you on for part two. <laughs> you know it. If you need me, I'm available. Yes. I love it. Yes, ma'am. But tell people how they can reach you again um, if they want to purchase a book uh, or reach out and ask you any questions. Uh, you can go to my website at uh, sabrinawsmith.com or you can email me at Smith at gmail.com. I'm on Facebook. My name on Facebook is Sabrina Smith. Or you can give me a call. My number is out there everywhere. It's not private. I'm not a private person. I'm a quote-unquote public figure. Uh, so my phone number, if you would like to reach me, contact me, 229-444-2665. Awesome, man. Well, again, that's what we got for you. Peace.
Thank you for listening to the Expect to Win podcast. We would love your feedback to help us grow. You can reach out to us at expecttowin365 at gmail.com. You can search for us on Facebook at win, win, win. It will pull right up. We're also on Twitter. We appreciate your support. If you got us on podcast, go ahead and share us and like us um, and give us a few stars and let us know how we did. Thank you.